0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Recently, my daughter has had some friends lose their teeth. She's in kindergarten. The friends who've lost their teeth have been in her year or the year above, and she is fascinated. She cannot wait until it happens to her, and I... Well, I could wait a bit longer. While it used to be fun to wobble my loose baby teeth around, I don't fancy seeing my daughter do it herself. I tell her it will happen one day. But actually I don't know when that day will come. So when is she likely to lose her baby teeth and is there a safe way of letting them come out? Joining us today to talk through all things Pearly White is paediatric dentist Philippa Sawyer. Hi Philippa how are you? I'm great thanks. So what age do children start to lose their baby teeth?
1: Um, Six years old is average age but some children lose them as early as four, some as late as eight. Um, girls tend to be a little bit earlier than boys do, but these are only averages, as there's such a spe- wide spectrum over which when they lose their teeth. If they're losing a tooth before the age of four, then there's probably a little bit of concern about that, and you, sh- you should be seeing a, a dentist anyway long before then. So one is the age that's uh, recommended to, for a first dental visit. Um if they're not lost their teeth by eight, then there's probably something not quite right either, and you need to see a dentist to to investigate what might be going wrong. Generally, parents I find don't like their children wiggling their teeth, <laughs> <laughs> and they're always getting them to take their fingers out of their mouth and stop doing this and so on. Which from a from a um, infection sort of perspective, I guess, putting bacteria into your mouth not a great thing, but not wiggling teeth is not a great thing either because it is a part of a natural process. Children are really keen on getting rid of that first tooth and I encourage them to wiggle their tooth. It's really, it's really important for them not to be afraid of that tooth falling out or afraid of giving it a good old wiggle. Um, they're not going to wiggle a tooth out that's not ready, ready to come out. <laughs> they're not going to suddenly produce five teeth in order to get the tooth from the the money from the tooth fairy. Don't <laughs> worry, it's okay. Um, I might
0: have to find a space in the house where she can just do it without me seeing it.
1: <laughs> there is a very regular pattern that, that children lose their teeth. So it's the bottom front teeth first and it's the top front teeth. Those are the central ones. Then they lose the bottom side ones, the top side ones. Then they have a little break. So by eight, we expect they will have lost eight teeth generally. And that's called a dental age of eight. So they've got their top front, forefront teeth and bottom four front permanent adult teeth. During that time, you may not be aware of it even, they will have got a first permanent molar down behind their baby molar. They will get four, two on the top and two on the bottom. And this is one of the reasons why we encourage parents to keep brushing their children's teeth until they're eight or nine years old. Your child probably isn't even aware they've got that molar either, and the toothbrush may well not be getting back far enough. It's also at a lower level than the baby molars for quite a long period of time and captures food particles over the top of the tooth so getting that toothbrush down there and giving it a good old massage helps the gum to shrink away from it increases the strength of the gum and helps the tooth to come up because believe it or not you can get teething pain for your six-year-old molar and I've seen some quite bad infections occur with those teeth with gum hanging over the edge of the back edge of them so be aware that there could be some pain involved with getting those teeth that your child may be doing some teething some some teething pain is, yes, you can accept that. It's okay. It's part of being normal. But if, it's, if the child is in more pain um, than you'd expect, then you need to see a dentist because they may well have some sort of infection going on there as well.
0: What about, and I think I'm just remembering TV shows here, I don't think it's ever actually happened in my life, but when um, other people come along and want to help your child remove that tooth, so you know, the old yanking it out by the door or string on the tooth. I
1: can't remember. parent conspiracy. (laughs) Um, Something like that. I, I think that that. Kind of conspiracy is fine as long as the child is consenting. Okay. Um, That not to force that (laughs) upon a child, but if they have a tooth that's almost out and it's driving everybody in the family insane, sometimes it just needs a quick twist and it's out. Uh! And you may not be able to do that, but there are plenty of helpful people who might be able to do that. <laughs> some people like and, that sort of uh, stuff, don't they? <laughs> they it, well, it doesn't bother them, put it that way. Yeah. And it can alleviate quite a bit of pain. The other thing that I recommend is maybe a crusty bread roll or um, some nice pizza cheese is also very good for removing <laughs> stubborn teeth. Um, it, at the end of the day, though, if the child's really suffering, um, they're not going to be brushing the area. It's going to become inflamed and infected, so they'll want to blush it even less they're probably avoiding certain foods. Um, so you just need to be a little careful that if they are having extreme pain, then to make an appointment to see the dentist. If the tooth falls out in the meantime, fine, cancel the appointment unless you need a checkup. Um, but if, if they still got that tooth and it's still causing them issues, then see the dentist. There are things that we can do to help the child. Um, if a child's not Cooperative in terms of wanting the dentist to do anything about that tooth. Sometimes we allow the child to actually do. The job for themselves, and we use we have um, topical anaesthetics that we can put on or give them to put on to that tooth, and that helps to numb it. The other thing that I recommend is ice blocks. So putting having an ice block and keeping it around the tooth and making that gum really very numb, and then giving it a good twist. Um, But again, the child probably needs to be more involved than than an adult because they. They will know when to stop when it, or when it's hurting them too much, whereas you may not know that. No. Yeah, and you, you really don't want to traumatise them too much. <laughs> Although I, you've, I have to say, I've seen a lot of really happy looks on faces when that tooth is just clicked out of place. And they know <laughs> they're going to get a tooth fairy visit that night. Yeah.
0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation. We're speaking with Dr. Philippa Sawyer, who's a pediatric dentist, and we're talking about when children lose their teeth. Um, Philippa, it's funny you were saying that in terms of pain threshold with loose teeth, I actually don't remember my teeth hurting when they came out. I remember it feeling weird. I don't remember there being pain. I mean, is it possible for the tooth to fall out without the child feeling any pain? Yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Often it falls out without any pain at all. And sometimes they're swallowed. Wow. Um, and sometimes they're lost completely and nobody really knows where they've gone. Swallowing a tooth will not cause a problem. So you don't have to rush them off to emergency, have an x-ray or any other sorts of things. Generally, they just go through. You don't have to check to make sure they go through. It's fine. They'll be okay. Um, so yes, teeth can fall out all by themselves with and, and not cause any issues at all. Yeah.
0: Do we have to take particular care of where the tooth has fallen out until the next tooth grows back?
1: I think that what a lot of people do is that they think, I sh- I've got to avoid that area. It's, it's, it's bleeding. I've got to really stay away from it. And I think it's quite the opposite, is that with a nice soft toothbrush massaging that gum area very carefully, and again, the child can be doing that, is massage it very gently, will actually help that gum to reform, to reshape, and to heal, rather than totally avoiding that area. Uh, so gum um, builds up a resistance, and so, I mean, we eat toast, we eat all sorts of really hard foods and things, and that can impact uh, on your um, gum or your oral mucosa, doing that toothbrushing around the gum and massaging that gum area actually helps it to become more resistant to that sort of trauma from different foods.
0: Philippa, do you have any final points before we let you go?
1: I guess if teeth aren't falling out, if they're out of order, if it's not in the right sequence, if um, during that period, that first stage of losing teeth, if they haven't got their first permanent molars, these are all things that should be picked up on their yearly visit to the dentist. And um, the dentist does what we call anticipatory guidance, so looks at everything, looks at what should be happening, um, gives the parents the information, so the parents can come back if 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 it. the the right things don't happen. Um, And that's all part of um, being in a a dental home, making sure that you've got all of those things under control, getting the right advice at the right time.
0: Philippa, thank you so much for your time today. That's a pleasure. That was paediatric dentist, Dr. Philippa Sawyer. And if you'd like a recap of any of what we've spoken about today, we have a link on our website to the Australian Dental Association And we'll also post a summary on these topics on our News and Features section of our website. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.